There it is, the rock and roll sound that indicates only one thing, and that is you are live listening to Brooklyn Paper Radio from Brooklyn Paper Building in downtown Brooklyn. That's America's downtown. And as you know, I'm Gersh Kunstman of the New York Daily News, editor emeritus of these <laughs> editor emeritus <laughs> of these Brooklyn papers. I'm joined by a handsome man, Vince DiMaselli, who is the current editor, and more than that, a legend at the Brooklyn Paper. We've got a great show, Vince. We have a great show. We always say that. No, but here's why. Last week we drank a lot on the no, show. No, it was a very good show last week. It was it was it was borderline great. Well, we're gonna drink again. We have uh, in our go. possession a bottle of Virginia Black. This is made, believe it or not, in Indiana by Drake, the R and B singer Drake. Or we call him Drizzy. Anyway, we're Do gonna we? be drinking that later, and we're gonna be joined by the new legendary screen screen queen. It's hard to say that. Screen queen? Screen queen. Queen. Screen queen, Screen Christina Cacioppo of the new Alamo Draft House downtown Brooklyn. We are very excited about the Alamo Draft House. It's going to open in about a week and a half. It is fantastic. On my brother's birthday, October 28th. And I would be remiss, uh, Vince, if I didn't mention the show, as always, is sponsored by our great advertisers, Joseph Lichter DDS, yep. Atlas Steakhouse, oh, man. and, of course, Village Care Max. But before yeah. anything, before we do the show, before we talk to the Screen That's Queen, right. before we drink the drizzy... I always ask Vince, Vince, what's up? You're a handsome man. How are you? I got a call today, this morning, early. Remember Hannah Frischberg? Vaguely. Who's Hannah, Hannah Frischberg? Frischberg. She, was, she was an intern for us many yes, years ago. Yes. And she is now the editor of Bensonhurst Bean, one of oh, those yeah. one of those wacky blogs they have these days. The They're kids credible. Do. They're pretty credible. Well, they do, the, they do their thing. So she called me up and she's like, hey, I wanted, uh, I wanted to know if uh, you, can, you can give me the date that the Brooklyn Graphic stopped publication. Remember the Brooklyn Graphic, the great newspaper that covered Bensonhurst? And I, I think it's still a great paper. Yeah, it is still a great paper because it's still in publication. Exactly. So we had a little back and forth. I cleared things up. Apparently, they did a story on it in Bensonhurst Bean. I got to take a look at it, see if I'm quoted. I'm not sure. I kind of wish. I'm kind of glad they checked the facts. Well, a lot that's of, it. That's a lot what of you those blogs, do. Johnny. A lot of those blogs do not. That's Johnny, our producer. Yep. Don't a lot of those blogs great. don't check the facts. It's a problem. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Johnny. Anyway, so as I said, Vince is quoted in the Bensonhurst Bean. I, of course, am Gersh Kunstman of the Daily News. I'm quoted everywhere. Yeah. I was on Dutch TV this week. With the Dutch, huh? The Danish. The you Danish? remember the Dutch? No, are they Dutch or Danish? Go to our website. The Dutch took the Wait. ancestral home of Brooklyn off the map of Holland. We editorialized on it. Well, this week it was one I was on Dutch one. TV talking about Donald Trump. It was one of the greatest editorials ever written. By oh, me. those meritocrats and those bureaucrats in The Hague. Technocrats. They, they didn't know what hit them. No. Anyway, I'm on Dutch TV. Uh-huh. Go to it online. Gersh Kunstman, Dutch TV. It'll come up. Believe right, me, it'll come nice up. Anyway, we got to get out. Vince, as I said, we are in possession of a bottle of Virginia Black. That's ice that I'm about to put in my glass. Johnny, see Try get to this. get it in the glass and not on the floor, girl. There it is. You hear that? Did, did that sound good? I don't want people. All right, I'm pouring it out. I'm pouring it out. Who's got some? I got some Christina, here. Christina, you want some? Even though I haven't introduced you yet. I've been pre-poured. I need a refill, actually. Oh, here. Christina, oh, Christina, yeah. refill. All right, <laughs> I'm going to give it a shot. Because this, now just to give you a little background, Johnny. All right. I thought it was Jimmy. Yeah. That's good. You used to call me on my cell phone. Thank you. That's right. That's the smooth sound of Drake. And I'm thinking, if you're a smooth R&B singer writing songs like, you used to call me on the cell phone when you need my bourbon. Anyway, it better be smooth, right? All right, bring him down a little bit. Bring him down a little. Let's give it a sample. I'm swirling it. Vince, what do you think of it? Oh, I haven't tasted yet. Well, it smells It smells like almost syrupy, like like a maple syrupy. No, it's, it's a straight... He's it's from a, Canada. He's from Canada. It could very well be. It's not Canadian rye. It is a bourbon... 
distilled in Indiana, aged two years. Christina, you drink a lot of bourbon. What do you think? I actually do drink a lot of bourbon. Wow. I, I like it a lot, yeah. It it's, is smooth. It is not... It doesn't get that, that strong, you know, uh, alcohol burn. There's no burn. It's funny. I'm only tasting it in the front of my mouth. I'm not getting that, that satisfying finish. What do you think, Johnny? Yeah, I like it. It's not bad. I think you put too much ice in my glass, though. I mean, you say it's not bad. This is a bottle of Virginia Black. This is going to go for, like, 50 bucks. Oof. And I don't know if you can see it. Johnny, can you put that up on the... Put on it the on the screen. Button? All right. Um, it's, it's in a uh, kind of a perfume bottle. It's meant to be stylish. It's about 40% alcohol. That's 80 proof, a little low for a whiskey. And um, but, if, but, Christina, if you like it, what do you think? I like it, yeah. It doesn't sting the way that, that some, you know, cheap bourbons do. Which I like it. It is smooth. Um, yeah, I think this ice is melting kind of fast, so it's yeah. sort of watering it down fast. But, uh, you know, I'm also drinking it fast. I'm well, trying, I know I'm trying when to keep that up. bourbon bling. Right? That's what that's what Drizzy would say, right? Definitely. All right. Well, we got to get out. Vince, what's your final comment on the on the Virginia Black? I think it's a uh, it's not bad. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a real bourbon guy. Oh, uh, you've been a bourbon guy plenty of times. No, I'm not. Not. I All like right. scotch. Really? Yeah, scotch whiskey and uh, gin. All right. Well, as I said, Virginia Black distilled by Brent Hawking out of Indiana. Hawking is that guy. He's a CEO of these booze companies. He's partnering with Drake. And you remember. Vince is like, why are we even doing this why? Drake thing? That's you want to know why? You want to know why? Why? Because they sent me a bottle, uh-huh. and they said, Gersh, we value your opinion yep. so much that anything you say about it, because, Christina, if I said this is the worst bourbon I've ever had, they'd say, ooh, we got to retool that bourbon. But the good news is, anybody, if you're listening to my voice and you're Brent Hawking or anybody else from the Virginia Black Company, you can rest assured you're selling a good bourbon here. And that's Gersh Kunstman's seal of... I'm a little wasted already. Seal of approval. You got a little seal of approval. All right, we got to get out. The big story in Brooklyn this week, or actually it's going to be next week. Next week. The opening of the Alamo Draft House. I'm very excited about it. Now we're joined by the the woman who programs... Now, Tim League, the CEO of Alamo Draft House, truth be told, was offered this interview. Christina. Okay, I understand. And, And Tim League said, you know what? I'm from the Alamo Draft House. I got... 30 locations around the country. I don't have time for Brooklyn Paper Radio. I'm not sure he said that specifically or or verbatim, but... There was some indication that he didn't have time for Brooklyn Paper Radio. Okay. So I say, hey, you don't have time for Brooklyn Paper Radio, and you're going to send Christina Cacioppo, who is... What's your official title? Uh, It is not Screen Queen, but I thank you for dubbing me that. (laughs) Um, I am the creative manager and programmer. Oh, so you're going to be programming the films. Yes. I I think she should tell us a little bit about the place. Can we get to that, Gersh? But I want to warn her that I am the bad cop to Vince's good cop. I don't know what that means. Okay, we'll see. So first tell us what an Alamo Draft House is. We've never had one of these in Brooklyn. Go. Uh, so Alamo Draft House was started by Tim League in Austin uh, almost 20 years ago. And basically him and his wife, Carrie, you know, they wanted a movie theater where they could show films that they loved and they wanted to do food and drink. And it w- they wanted a movie theater f- that was for people who loved movies because they loved movies themselves. So a lot of it was about a lack of disruption. So a major sort of thing about the Alamo has been that uh, they we, we throw anyone out who's a talker or a cell phone user during the movie. Um, wow, that, I don't know how you're going to manage that in Brooklyn. Uh, that, uh, people like to say that, and and you know, and 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 we're we're ready to kind of face the challenge, I guess. Um, but let's backtrack for a second because you said okay. League and his wife 20 years ago wanted a place where they could show their movies and eat and drink. Now, back 20 years ago, that was not a big concept in movies. It was just popcorn or nothing. 
Yeah, it's true. Uh, you know, I, I'm 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 not sure if there were other you know concepts across the country doing the same, but but I do think that people do kind of acknowledge that Alamo s- started that. Um, you know, but an important aspect what was is the movies that we show too. So, um, you know, we show new releases uh, mm-hmm. uh, and we show uh, older movies too. You know, we we go deep into kind of obscure corners of of genre movies. Uh, we like to go indie. We we like to go you know to kind of pop culture favorites. You know, uh, you know slumber party favorites, things like that. Um, so, you know, I was always drawn to the Alamo because I thought that it had this kind of, this sort of fun edge to it. I mean, of course, it's a major draw that you get to, you can have a drink. You can even have an alcoholic milkshake while you watch a movie. Could you have a, could you have a Virginia Black? Um, I don't know what that is, but if it's alcohol. Bourbon you've been drinking. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. We're plugging Drizzy's Virginia Black. Um, I'll, I'll have to talk to our beverage director. Maybe, you know, it'll it'll pop up on the menu in but the is, future. Is there, a, forget about booze, is there a food menu as well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We have a chef, uh, and, he, you know, he, he's a, a noted chef. He came up with the menu himself, so, you know, you're not getting just, like, mozzarella sticks. You're getting, you know, fancy... Uh, not fancy. I'm not going to call it fancy because I think that that kind of misrepresents it. It's, it's definitely... It's got a warmth to it, but it's not super expensive. But it's also not garbage. So know? when you say you have a chef, this is a chef for all of the Alamo Draft House. It comes up with because that burger is going to be cold by the time it gets to my, <laughs> my plate. <laughs> no, I mean just the same as they hire someone like me locally. Uh, in in every sort of market, they hire a local chef because okay. you know. So we have uh, his name is uh, Fernando Marolanda. And, oh, you got Marolanda. You know him? Uh, yeah, he's a Brooklyn legend. That guy. <laughs> I don't even know if you're Johnny. If you're put being up facetious. put up a link to Merlanda. You got it. Um, no, we, we know him. Yeah, so he he's wonderful, and so he basically, you know, there are definitely a few Alamo favorites that that we like to hit, but it, it really was kind of his baby, um, and and so he came up with the menu from scratch. All right, what is what is an Alamo favorite? Because now you mentioned that, I yeah. gotta know. Yep. Oh, chips and queso. Chips. It's and it's queso. such an Austin thing. Yeah. Is that like nachos? I mean, you're basically um, saying chips and it's, cheese. It's like a, it's like a, a, you know, a cheese dip. Because soy hablo español un poco. So when you say chips and queso, I'm getting the poco part of that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's all you need to get is the poco part. I mean, you know, it's it's okay, cheese. Okay, so chips it's and cheese. queso. But but if I, if, how much is a burger? Um, I don't remember the pricing. I haven't yet been staring at it every day as I will. Uh, um, but okay. I, I yeah. I'm well, I don't want to put you on the she's spot. Saying, she's saying they're reasonably priced food. That's You're watching true. the movie. Okay. Now, I, got, I, I have two questions oh, before go Gersh it. gets going. I want to know, first of all, what is the – you're saying that there's uh, th- there's these disruption police in there, I guess. So <laughs> how, how are we making sure that uh, in, in an Alamo uh, draft house that, that people can actually hear the movie and if someone makes noise or something, what, what happens at yeah, that are point? Are they like air marshals? Are they undercover? No, well, I mean, it, it, you know, since we have service in the theaters with, with uh-huh. servers bringing food, they're sort of the natural kind of, you know – uh, I don't like to say police, but you know they 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 are there to kind of note if anything you know is going on. Uh, we play a couple of messages. We actually have uh, custom made "Don't Talk" PSAs that we play that sort of humorously convey the point that we're not going to tolerate it. You should put us in a PSA. Oh, Let's okay. do a PSA right now. <laughs> do it right now. Yeah. Okay, hey right. Vince, I gotta take this phone call before the movie starts. Well, you better get it in real quick, Gersh. No, no, <laughs> it, don't worry. The, all the lights are coming down. It doesn't matter. I gotta call my girlfriend. Gersh, I think you should probably shut that hey, off. Hey, honey, how you doing? About you know, to watch a movie with other Vince. people it's, are trying to watch this movie. I, I gotta tell you, baby, I love you, and I'm gonna. <laughs> Here comes the Alma okay, Police, uh, baby. I gotta go. See, how was that? Was that a good PSA? We just did that on the spot. Print it. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was good. All right. That's good PSA. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you. Good work, Johnny. Right, what was your other question, Vince? Well, my other question was, how is the how is the food served? Like, at what point in the movie? Do you come in? Do you order before the movie starts? Is the menu there the whole time? Yeah, how does that work? Are you, is it like some kind of maybe some app on your phone that you, you get somebody's attention? Or how is, is it that? like a baseball game where they have to hand the hot dog down the aisle? <laughs> and then you got to hit the <laughs> guy five it, bucks? Yeah, they throw it across, across the aisle. <laughs> no, the way that it works, so we open our doors 30 minutes before the movie starts, and you get a custom pre-show. So so you're not watching commercials. People actually want to come because we we make pre-shows tailored to the movie we're showing. Well, you know, Vince and I could be in the pre-show. Oh, my God. Hey, Vince, how you doing? <laughs> Gersh, it's great to be here at the movie theater. Vince, did you ever walk down the J Street bike lane? See, we do these kind of routines. That's what we do. I don't, I don't know how good they are. Yeah. I'm catching on. I'm okay. catching on. Uh, so basically, people can come. Uh, the server will greet them. And, and so if they haven't been there before, it'll give them kind of the rundown. The menu is there. Uh, you can write down your order on, on an order card, and the server will pick it up. And so then basically during well, the movie, if you want more food, you can write on another order card, and you kind of place it up. It's sort of like a flag. And and the servers who are kind of very discreetly coming around uh, will pick it up and, mm. and put that order in. So there must be a lot of leg room in those aisles for the servers yeah. to get around. Oh, yeah. There, there's great there's a great amount of room. Like, it, uh -huh. it's, it actually is. It, it, uh, it And, you know, I know I work for the Alamo, but seriously, like, once you start going there, it's hard to go to other theaters because mm. you get a lot of space. You know, you, the people who are in front of you are not like, you know, you're not going to be kicking their seat their whole time mm. because you have this, this other added aisle where the servers are kind of going through. Um, you know, so, so yeah, it, I think it, it makes it really easy. I know there are some people who are sort of concerned that, that actually having servers in there is disruptive. Mm. Uh, and, you know, we get that criticism once in a while. Like, well, you say people can't talk or text, yeah. but you, yeah. but the thing is they're trained to be super discreet. So, like, the first time you go to Alamo, you might notice it because you're like, someone's moving around, you know. But then you just completely tune it out. You tune into the movie. You're Suddenly there's wonderful food and drink in front of you. At some point, it suddenly goes away when you're done with it. And you're kind of not noticing that, that you know, these servers are there. Can you just paint a, a little picture for me of, of what it's like when you walk in? How many rows are there? Uh, is, there a, is there a table in front of you? Literally paint that because there's, there's a little it. box. There's I'm, a little box of watercolors right. over there. Johnny will put. The picture I'm a terrible. I'm a terrible artist, but I. I that I, doesn't I'll look like a draft house. That looks like a barn, <laughs> with with a guy <laughs> serving a burger, stick figure. You got to do better than that, Christina. I'm sorry. I, I will. I will use my words to to <laughs> to illustrate. Uh, so you okay? You walk into the theater. First of all, we do reserve seating, which is different from a lot of theaters. Uh, I like that. Um, so either in advance, uh, you you can reserve it online, or when you show up, you pick your seat. Uh, there's not a bad seat in the house, and I s swear to you that is true. We actually have our front row is not butt up against the screen the way that some places are. It wouldn't are. be butt unless you were watching backwards. I think it'd be more like nose. Okay, you're right. Toe. It's not toe toes, to the screen. Toes, toes. Uh, and and our actually our front row has recliners, which is the sort of like incentive for the front row. Wait, so only the front row only, has recliners? Only the front row. Interesting. Oh, um, I like that. Yeah, and so basically there's not yeah there's not a bad seat in the house. And if I just keep sleeping in the front row, I wake up and there's like breakfast. I mean, if you ordered the, you breakfast, ordered the breakfast, I guess it's there. You Christine, know? I, just as a just quick aside, I don't know if you noticed, uh, Vince had a refill of Virginia Black. Do you need more? I think I'm still okay. Oh, okay yeah, thank you though. I'm for doing checking. this one without the ice, and maybe just maybe there's a little, little right, tiny cube yeah, just to wake but, it up. But, uh, Christina, we're we got a lot more questions for you, and I'm I'm sorry to cut you off. We got to pay a couple of bills. Will you stick around for the second segment? Sure. All right, hold on now. Thank you. There we go. Johnny, can I get a little pay in the bills music? You we were talking. To, we're talking to Christina Cacciapo of Alamo Draft House, which opens next Friday. But 
and they're gonna start making money hand over fist. So we gotta pay some bills. And when I talk about paying bills, I talk about reducing your bills for dentistry. Christina, you got a great smile. When was the last time you had a dentist who was truly affordable though? I, I have insurance for that. Yeah. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. So the answer is never. <laughs> Alamo Steak, uh, Alamo Draft House with the insurance. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's nice. pretty good. That's good work. Well, my answer has typically been, quote, it's too long to remember, unquote. And that's why I started going to Dr. Joseph Lichter. Dr. Lichter's state-of-the-art dentistry is offered at extremely reasonable prices so that almost anyone, even people without the fancy schmancy health insurance, can afford to get the smile they deserve. Do you know about Invisalign, Christina? Uh, it sounds familiar. It's that braces that go inside the mouth. Oh, okay. You never even see them. They're virtually invisible alternative to metal braces. Usually it's $5,000. Joseph Lichter, 1000 less. That's $4,000. Porcelain veneers, which you don't need. No. Usually it's 1000 bucks. Lichter will charge you six seventy-five. That's a savings of a lot. Anyway, you don't need me to tell you about it. Just call up Lichter. He'll tell you everything. You call them up at 718-339-7878. You set up an appointment, and then you head down to 1420 Avenue P. That's in, per as in periodontal. That's in Midwood. Or you can always visit them online at josephlichterdds.com. No, that guy's great. And that's after you get your teeth fixed up nice, you want to head over to Atlas Steakhouse. Because Atlas Steakhouse is Brooklyn's only Mediterranean-style well, steakhouse. Well, I don't know if it's the only, but it's not a German-style steakhouse. It is certainly not German-style. It is a Mediterranean-style uh, steakhouse where, of course, the first thing you do when you get there, you order one of their signature cocktails. Well, the cocktails. first thing you do is you check your coat. You get civilized. This time of year, girls, you're not checking your coat. You're walking in. You're going A couple right of months, to the, you'll be checking your coat. You're going right to the bar. You're not even sitting down. You're going right to the bar. You're ordering a signature cocktail. What's your favorite? I love the Godfather. Oh, who doesn't? Right? You're going to have your signature cocktail. After that, you get your seat. They sit you down. Nice, comfy. Mm. You have a succulent appetizer. And I had the crab cake. You did. I remember that. Uh, it was good. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> so you enjoy, your, uh, you enjoy your appetizers. You're having your drink. Maybe you order a, a vintage from their... Enormous uh, selection of wines. Oh, now I'm getting a bottle of wine? Might as well. I guess you're right. There you go. And then you're having the main course, which of course is your steak. Then what are you getting? I get a New York strip. You're going to get the New Christina, York Christina, what do you like? What kind of steak? Um, I, I, I like them all. I don't know. I like to switch it up, you know, when, I, when I'm You go to steak. a steakhouse, <laughs> I get the filet mignon. And people, people, you know, they get on me about that. They're like, the filet mignon's not a real steak. I'm like, no. I like the tenderness. I like... You know, I, I like, like tenderness. I like everything about the filet. All right, Listen, and then what happens? The fact of the matter is, when it's all said and done, you get a dessert. Each one you order, sweeter than the last. Head over to Atlas Steakhouse. They're at 943 Coney Island Avenue in beautiful Ditmas Park, up-and-coming Ditmas Park, or by 18th Avenue. It's uh, Atlas Steakhouse, always online at atlassteak.com. All right, now listen, we got to pay one last bill, and this is one that's going to scare the bejesus out of you, Christina, because we're all getting older. I mean, Johnny looks old. That's right. Vince is still handsome, and I'm getting old. Well, what happens when you get old? You need a Medicaid-managed long-term plan like Village Care Max. Why? Because they'll help you stay at home. You won't end up in hospice care. You'll be in your own home and your own community for as long as possible. How do they do it? They put together a team of healthcare professionals that works with your doctor, helping you obtain the best healthcare options available. You want to get more information, all you got to do is go to villagecaremax.org or call 800-469-6292 because at Village Care Max, you'll live the life you want to live. And I'm going to do that 
by giving myself some more Virginia Black. Vince, can I get the ice? Now, here's the thing, Gersh. Can I, I actually poured myself a second glass, and my second glass without ice is much better. All right, I don't, don't give me the ice. Than All my right. first glass. I think the anyway, ice gets in the way. Thank you for bearing with us while we pay some bills. We are still joined by Christina Cacioppo, who is ostensibly the programming screen queen behind the new Alamo Draft House, which opens next Friday. October 28th. You got it. Just in time for Halloween in downtown Brooklyn, America's downtown. Now, we wanted a tip. We wanted Tim League to come on. He's the CEO of Alamo. He's been opening Alamo draft houses all over the place. How many How many of those you got? I think we will be number 25. Wow. All right. Lucky, but, lucky but league, 25. Two and five is seven. But <laughs> League's, League's press honchos said, look, Tim's not available. So, Christina, I hate to do this because you seem like a nice lady. <laughs> but I'm going to lower the boom right now. <laughs> Christina, you're the programming person. So I go online and think, well, listen, I want to have tickets to the first show at the Alamo Draft House on October 28th, Friday. Mm-hmm. And then I see what's programmed here. A Day Without Policeman, Seeding of a Ghost, The Greasy Strangler, and The Handmaiden. That's your opening salvo. So I said, wait a minute. what are they, Is that what they show at this Alamo Draft House? And then I go to the Yonkers schedule. Oh, you got Miss Peregrine's Home for Children. You got American Honey. You got Jack Reacher, because I love Tom Cruise. You got Ouija. You got The Accountant, which is one of the most popular movies in the country. You got The Girl on the Train, second most popular movie. So what's what's happening here? Is Brooklyn getting getting sec B um, B movies? Is uh, this no, gonna be a no, B no, movie no. theater? Excuse me. Oh, You're talking God. about a movie in the suburbs, Yonkers. So so they get the sort of they you get know, the crap. They get it, the crap. I mean, I wouldn't call it crap, but it, it everything is tailored for an audience. Okay. Uh, we live in it, we are in New York City. We're in Brooklyn, so people have more discerning tastes where they can go a little crazier, that's a little New deeper. York, that's New York fucking city. It's oh, easy. I, I thought I was. Yeah, I was. You know. Okay. So um, you're telling me you're you're programming, you're programming. For a sophisticated urban audience. Uh, I, I mean, I don't even want to use sophisticated. Okay. You know, that's half the movies you mentioned. We're doing, uh, you know, Seating of a Ghost and Day Without Policeman are two insane Asian horror movies from the 80s and 90s that we're doing with Subway Cinema. They put on the New York Asian Film Festival every June. I don't know. It uh, seems like old movies. It seems like you're giving uh, me old movies. Uh, I like old movies, Good and point. I think a lot of people do. These are both 35 millimeter prints, which are archival prints. Uh, you probably can't even find them on DVD, so it's not like you know you're sitting at home and streaming this. Like I mean, it's not on Netflix. It's definitely not on Netflix. Okay. So we are offering a special experience, and this is definitely for people who are adventurous with their movie taste. Okay, you won that round, Cacioppo. You won <laughs> I that know round. I did. What the hell is the Greasy Strangler? I don't even like um, the Strangler. Now I find out he's greasy. Well, now now you're going to get even more deep with Tim League because he produced that movie. Hi, oh, <laughs> so it's a vanity theater. It's van- why don't we just show Murder at the Food Co-op, which I produced? <laughs> well, open show. your own movie theater and then and, and you can oh, get. Oh no, now I got to no, murder, no, no, murder at the Food Co-op, the movie. Yeah, there you go. You know, everything is also dependent on release dates. And, uh, you know, our, our full schedule is not online yet. We have seven screens. Oh. And so the, the Handmaiden is a really wonderful art film by Park Chan-wook, who's done Old Boy and a lot of other really wonderful Korean films. You love these Asian filmmakers. Uh, it, I think it sort of ended up that way. I mean, we, you know, that is the release date for that movie. Oh, okay. What about uh, Birth of a Nation? I want to see that. I want to see it desperately. Uh, um, that movie will be in its fourth week. So, oh. you know, basically these are the decisions we have to make when we open our theater. You know, you're looking at Yonkers' schedule. They're open this week. There, there will be different movies that open uh, next week. The 28th ends up being a weird time for new movies because it's Halloween weekend. So they don't really open, like, the big movies. Uh, you, you know, you'll see that the ne- week after we open Doctor Strange, like, because that's 
that's that's mm-hmm. the huge sort of studio push. Um, you know, I saw the sequel, Doctor Strange Glove. Nice, nicely done. Thank that you. was the prequel, actually. Oh, prequel, yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, and, and it is important to us to have a good balance. Like, we like to go there with the studio movies, with the big Hollywood movies, but we care about, you know, art house titles. And, and honestly, for me, the, the, the repertory stuff is where my heart is at. You know, I, I, I am a constant moviegoer, and what I go to is, I, you know, I like to go to the movies that are rare films on 35 millimeters, something that's going to surprise me uh, that I can't see anywhere else. So I'm going to see, like, I'm going to see Do the Right Thing at the Alamo Draft House. Uh, you might. I mean, Do the Right Thing plays probably five times a year in New York City, but, uh, you know, that's also because it's a great movie. <laughs> All right. What about, well, okay, that's fine. So so you're going to dip, you're going to dive deep into the, I would like to call it the, the archive of American classic cinema sometimes. Oh, yeah. I, we are, something right. that, that is sort of a long-standing Alamo uh, series in Austin, uh, pretty much forever, they've done these weekly series called Terror Tuesday and Weird Wednesday. Oh, but here we go again. More of this horror movie crap. I, I mean, you don't have to come to the theater. <laughs> All right, Cacioppo <laughs> wins round two. <laughs> no, but seriously, it seems like, and I got, this is a bone I got to pick with you and others in your ilk. All of these indie movie theaters, like we got the Nighthawk in Williamsburg, and we got some other ones around. It's I believe like, there's some in Manhattan. But usually there's like two screens, and it's like, oh, it's good, it's intelligent programming. And then they always have a third screen where it's just like, ooh, come see this Asian kickboxing film from 1978. Oh, but it's that a restored amazing. print. Yeah, I know, fine. And then you <laughs> go in there, and there's three people sitting in the damn theater. Th- those are my favorite kind of screenings. So then it's like you're, you're, it's like you're in your living room, you know? I mean, but I'd like to see <laughs> Dr. Strangelove. Any chance we're going to see that? Uh, that movie plays pretty often, too. Uh, uh, <laughs> not, not in my neighborhood, my friend. Ra- round, round three to Cuntsman, so it's two oh, to I, one. I, who decides that? I think, I, I think Vince should decide who wins the round. Good point. Good point. <laughs> now, we leave that up to Jimmy. I guess okay. the point is, though, in all seriousness, you're a, progr- you're a film programmer. Yes. So what are your favorite movies? Give me your, like, your f- top five movies. Oh, man. And my don't, don't like, well, if I'm talking Asian kickboxing, it's this. No, top five movies, your favorite movies. I don't, I don't speak like that, so I won't, you I won't had know. To know. You had to know that question was coming. Oh, of course. Okay, um, so what are they? That's always a hard question to answer, uh, and, and, and the answer may surprise you. Um, one of my favorite movies uh, is Babe Pig in the City. Great movie. Uh, oh, I, y- you might, you but know. But you went dark there because the original Babe is like sweetness and light compared to Babe Pig in the City. Yeah, and, and do you know who directed Babe Pig in the City? Uh, I'm going to say Tim League from Alamo Drafthouse. Uh, Babe Pig in the City was directed by George Miller, known for ah. directing the Mad Max movies. Yes, yes. It so was very dark. It is very dark, and it is kind of like this weird post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. world. We are incidentally showing Babe Pig in the City. Uh, <laughs> I, cry, just so I, got, you know, I got a chance. I've never seen Babe no, Pig I will in the tell City. You Christina, it's beautiful. Christina, just so you know, I cried a lot during Babe Pig in the City because I was scared for the little guy. It was there's very dark, Baby Hook in the City. There's a lot of scary stuff that happens in that movie. Mickey Rooney is in it. His his name well, that's is scary in and his of name itself. is Uncle Fugly, and he's like a ch- children's hospital clown. I'm the greatest um. star <laughs> of all time. That's his line. <laughs> yeah, is it? All right. So what else? What's uh, that's number one favorite um, movie? Baby Pig in the City, which I never heard in my life. But go ahead. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, Round three, Cacioppo. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of Sylvester Stallone. A which movie? Come on, Over the Top? You're going to dip into the arm wrestling movie? Not Over the Top. Wait, the um, one where he's trapped in the tunnel? What's the one where he's trapped in the tunnel? Oh, I like da- that movie. That's Daylight. I daylight. like that movie. Um, right. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of the movies that he has directed. He's oh. A, you know, he, he is a director. Copland? 
Copland's pretty good too, but I I, I, I like the Stallone voice. So he's okay. directed a lot of movies. Excellent. Um, right, let, give me one me other. Wait, I know he dir- he directed the original Rocky, correct? He did not direct. He the didn't. Ori- he just starred he, in it. He directed every other Rocky except for Rocky Five. Well, uh, that one uh, stuck. Ro- yeah, I, I you know yeah. yeah I know it's not everybody's favorite. Yeah. Well, he didn't um, direct Creed. He did not I direct Creed. I think the Rocky the way Rocky worked for me. All right, go, go ahead, Vince. You have the original Rocky. Round four to cut. Great movie, home. but he loses. He doesn't win. He loses. Yeah. The whole thing is he's just got to go the distance. He now, went the distance. Rocky two. All right, he's got to go out and win it. He's so got to he win. Goes, it, yeah. He goes and got he wins. Win. It's actually the same movie, but at the end he wins. Okay. All right. So then Rocky Still three. Favorite. Rocky three. You got to defend the title. You got to defend the title, right? So he sure. goes and defends the title against a super villain like Mr. T. That's right. right. That's okay. True. Rocky four. I don't know. You go to Russia. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we should. So do. You go to Russia and yeah. you take on the uh, take on the Nazi the Nazis over there. Where are they? Brooklyn Brooklyn Paper Radio Four. We're going to Russia. And then Rocky Five was just like you got to make some money somehow <laughs> because that was a disaster. I think he sold out. And Balboa was good. I liked Rocky, Rocky Balboa. Balboa was wonderful. And I just yeah. saw Creed the other night, which he didn't actually. He kind of executive he executive produced. But, right, but more importantly, yeah. okay. So what's your favorite Stallone movie? My favorite. It's so hard, you know, and and you're gonna hate this one too. <laughs> Uh, he his directorial debut was a movie called Paradise Alley from oh, yeah. 1978. Nothing wrong with Paradise Alley. Um, I think it's wonderful, uh, and it's it's you know it shows that he sort of like you know had this kind of artistic edge that he wanted to be a, li- a little bit you know a little bit more in that vein. And that movie was you know did not do well, um, but I think it's actually really a great great movie. Okay. You like you like Lords of Flatbush because we got to have a Brooklyn <laughs> angle here. Um, I like that movie all right. Okay. Remember no, Lords of Flatbush? Yeah, of course. Henry Winkler was in it as well. Winkler's that's excellent. True. Okay, so that's two oh, movies. Yeah. Give me your third great movie. Oh, God. Okay, I feel like I have to go a little more highbrow here. Not with me, you don't. Um, let me think about what movies I love. Uh, I All I can, honestly, all, the only movies in my brain right now are movies we're showing because I've just been thinking about them so hmm. much. Um, I love this movie, Heavenly Creatures, which was an early Peter yeah. Jackson did film. Did not like it. Did not like it. Saw it, <laughs> at, saw it at Sundance, actually. Saw it at Sundance. Because I was into movies once. And I'll tell you, I like a movie like Rushmore. Rushmore's a great movie. Yeah, okay. I, I love we're, that movie, we're too. Round five to Cuntsman. I couldn't get through it. <laughs> Wait, no. you win just because I like the same movie as yeah, you? Yeah, because it suggested that you are coming to me and saying, you know what, Cuntsman? You know your way around the indie art house. If, if that's the way you're interpreting it, I mean, maybe you need to. So Rush- I'll, let, I'll, let you, I'll let you have that one. Is Rushmore <laughs> really art house, though? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. it's art house. Yeah. All right, yeah. so anyway, we're, we're, we're talking to, Chris, if you're just joining us, <laughs> we're talking to Christina Cacioppo, the programming director of the Alamo Draft House, which, as you know, is going to open a week from Friday. And we're drinking Virginia Black, which is a bourbon, believe it or not, made by, you need more, Christina? I'm, I think I'm okay. It's a bourbon <laughs> made by Drake, the R&B singer. Can you get a little hotline bling there, Johnny? Oh, one moment there. All right, oh, yeah, the man. Virginia Black. Can I get a refill? On this? Johnny's yeah, got to be ready it's at all It's a times. bourbon made by Drizzy, or as we call him, Drake. Give me your glass. There it goes. Drake is not in the studio with us officially. Yeah. We're using this because it's fair use. Thank you. There you go. Anyway, but before we go any further... I'd like to pay one more bill. No, we're yeah, doing it? I want to pay Just some one? bills. Yeah, I want to pay some bills. We're not paying all the bills. We're paying all the bills. Because we want to talk to Christina later. Okay. All right, give me some paying the bills music. All you know what? Keep, right. keep yeah, hotline bling on. Hotline bling. So, guys, as we said, what happens when healthcare gets personal? Hmm. It's Village Care Max. It's a Medicaid-managed long-term plan. Helps you continue to stay at home and in your community for as long as possible. How do they do it? A team of healthcare professionals will work with your doctor, helping you to obtain the best healthcare options available. Get more information about Village Care Max. All you gotta do is call 800 
469-6292. Or you visit them at villagecaremax.org. Village Care Max, live the life you want to live. Yeah, and you know how you live that life, Josh? How do you do it? You do it at Atlas Steakhouse. Oh, Atlas Steakhouse, you know what they're telling us now? What? They're bringing Manhattan to Brooklyn. I don't know what that means, but that's what they're doing. And I'm not sure I want Manhattan in Brooklyn. Well, they're doing it, and you can head over there. It's the Mediterranean-style steakhouse at 943 Coney Island Avenue. Good. First, start off with one of their signature cocktails. Have a drink. Next, succulent appetizers. There's a whole bunch of them. I think they got some shrimp, right? They always have shrimp. Yeah, right? I know. It's delicious, right? I, I got some shrimp, shrimp right now. Oh, yeah, I love that stuff. And then, of course, you go on to your steak. And there's all plenty to choose from. You can get your tomahawk steak. You can get your medallion steak, prime eight ounce, skirt steak, ribeye. I think the tomahawk is like a showboat steak. Oh, it is. No, it's, it can scare people. They put that down in front of you. You don't know what's going to happen. I mean, Christina, you're from you're, you're from Brooklyn, but you represent a company that's based in, in Texas. Do you ever have a tomahawk? Um, maybe. He's got a big, <laughs> big, <laughs> giant, big, giant. The bone? Oh, yeah, it's okay. crazy. All right, All right, keep going. Look, they got that at Atlas Steakhouse. And then, of course, at the end of the meal, you get maybe, a dessert. Maybe. And, like, you order it, and then, like, you order another one. It's sweeter than the first one. <laughs> it is. Each one is sweeter than the last. So head on down to Atlas Steakhouse. It's at 943 Coney Island Avenue in up-and-coming Ditmas Park over there by 18th Avenue. Always online at atlassteak.com. Yeah, you know, it's funny. When you eat a steak... What do you need more than anything? You Not a knife. Toothpick? <laughs> Afterwards. Before. You need some good teeth. Oh, where, yeah. Where are you going to get that? Dr. Joseph Lichter, DDS. Where who, does he stand on toothpicks? Who is he? He's got a state-of-the-art office in Midwood. His prices are so low, he's practically giving it all away. I'm talking about Invisalign. I'm talking about um, porcelain veneers. I'm talking about fixed bridges, crowns, implants. Not breast implants. Dentistry implants. I'm thinking of getting my teeth whitened, Gersh. You can get that at, at, at Lichter. Joseph yeah. Lichter will whiten your teeth for a fraction of what those Brooklyn Heights dentists charge. So all you got to do is call him. 718-339-7878. Or you call him on the web at josephlichterdds.com. You can make an appointment. You go see him in Midwood. josephlichterdds.com. The legend of Midwood, they call him. The Midwood Mouth. All right. Do you know I still have a baby tooth, Kirsch? You don't have a baby I tooth. I swear to God, I still have a baby tooth. What is that right there? Yeah. He has a baby tooth. you got to go see Lichter. See. Lichter I've would take that up. All right. Those are small teeth, but they're not baby teeth. If you're just... No, you go to Dr. Lichter and, like, you go to other dentists. They're like, you got to take that out. And you got to have surgery. And you got to have that. What do no. you call No, Dr. Lichter's like, no, 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 no. you got to take like, a conservative... He says, does it hurt? Conservative approach says he knows people in their 60s got baby teeth. Yeah, I mean, he took an x-ray of your of your mouth and said, you know what? It's not pushing up against anything. No, he says everything's fine. You got no cavities. No, nothing. You're a handsome man. Great teeth. It's weird. Lichter also thinks you're handsome. Yeah, everyone does. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we're here with Christina Cacioppo from Alamo Draft House, which opens Friday in Brooklyn. Now, Christina, what? you've already named three movies you like. Mm-hmm. One of them's a Stallone movie. Mm-hmm. I forgot the other two. Give us the last, the top five. Pick Give in us the, the city. last two. Pick in the city. Pick in the city. Give Wait, us two I, more. I have two more, right? Two okay. more. Th- this one's really going to send you over the edge. Ish- you think I'm some sort of... <laughs> Ishtar. Oh, oh, Ishtar's the most underrated movie of all time. Do we agree, finally? Round six. <laughs> Ring the bell. Time. And finally, knocked out, Cacioppo destroys Kuntzman because Ishtar is the most underrated American film since probably Casablanca. 
which it is, is so hilarious. It is it is some of the best humor ever. The performances of Warren Beatty and Dustin Hoffman are unbelievable. I watch that movie constantly. I I sing the songs in my head. Telling the truth could be, be dangerous, dangerous business. business. <laughs> um, it's a great movie. Now, why did that movie do so badly in theaters? Um, you know, I blame actually, you for that. I blame I, you. I, I was, you know, I was 11 when that movie came out, so it wasn't my fault. Um, uh, that I, I've seen Elaine May talk about that movie, and I think that what she says is that if as many people who talked garbage about that movie had seen it, then it would have made money. Well, Warren um, Beatty does mumble a little bit in that movie. He's you're doing that mumble, mumble thing. Now, some of his best lines are kind of lost. Like, well, that's why you have to watch it a lot. Right, when are you going to yeah. show did Ishtar? He did he mumble like Hoffman in uh, in Dick Tracy? A little bit. That's right. When Now, when are you going to show that movie at um, Alamo Draft House? I, I will find the right opportunity. That's another one that I will tell you that I've been very happy to see. It has been kind of revived, you know, Definitely. recently. Definitely. Now, before, um, you go, before you go to number five, got to ask you, because okay. you mentioned Ishtar. Are I'm you drinking more of the Drizzy? Uh, I'm going to put a little ice, ice in this look, one. Okay. I'm going to ask you about Heaven's Gate, because oh. I've heard that that was <laughs> another movie that was like, Killed when it came out, but like over time, it's gotten better. Is that true? Um, I think it's a mess of a movie. Like mm. I think that there are Michael good Cimino film. Yeah, it's true. R.I.P. Um, there, there. It's a mess of a movie. Like they, I think that had it has good moments. It has great actors in it, but it's it's not entirely successful. But it's still interesting. You know, best, it's, it's best better that those movies exist. Is that something that you might show? Um, I don't know. That. You know, it actually just showed at BAM. They did a Chimino series. Oh, I, in, ca- BAM. in case you can't tell, oh, I, I'm, ju- I'm mindful of what gets shown. And That's so, true. you know, I, that, that. I, I do I do try to at least, it doesn't mean that they can't ever show again, I, but I'm keeping track because it, it, in my mind, you know, I'm trying to kind of celebrate movies that maybe get overlooked. Okay, but what about, but what about The Deer Hunter, which is the best Michael Chimino <laughs> film? You know, The Deer Hunter, it, it's one of those movies that to me is, is like, it's fine. Like, it, it has enough fans that I don't need to, like, be championing it. No, whoa, whoa. I'm not talking about <laughs> Apocalypse Now, which is overrated. I'm talking about The Deer Hunter, <laughs> which might be my favorite Vietnam War movie. You Okay, you can have it. I mean, that scene with the rats <laughs> and the Russian roulette scene is... Mao! Mao! Yeah, Mao, exactly. <laughs> All right, it. so now that's four. Ishtar, right... Very good. This Which is too hard fifth, now. Fifth I'm, favorite movie. I'm even looking at like my. You're just going to IMDb. To no, I have sort of a li- an ongoing list. It's, I'm going to ask hard. you. I'll, I'll make it easy for you. What's the movie? You you you're at home. Yeah. It's late at night. Yeah. You're just flipping through the channels. The movie's on, and no matter what, you stop yeah. and watch. Yeah. It. And just so, just to give you an idea, what and that it can't is, be Babe picking this. For me, it's Shawshank Redemption. I'll stop no matter where I am. It's a, and it's always on, so <laughs> you're in trouble. On. You never it leave the house. That movie is always on. What's it for you, Vince? Jaws. Oh, Jaws, good point. Yeah, Juana so Man. It, so what's it for you? The movie, in other oh words, it's on TV. Maybe it's Back to the Future. Maybe, I maybe this that. is the last time this happened to you. The last time that happened, you're just sitting at home, you're watching TV, you're flipping through the thousands, movie comes up, oh, I'm going to watch it now. What was it? Well, I don't, I don't actually do that. Yeah, she gets out. <laughs> no, that has no, to happen to everybody. No, I don't. I don't have cable for one thing. Wow, <laughs> a movie programmer for Alamo Drafthouse downtown Brooklyn doesn't have cable. I don't mm. think that should shock anybody. I like to go to the movies, and I do buy. I purchase DVDs and Blu-rays. Oh, you're okay. crazy. You're I'm walking crazy. down the street. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> does that. <laughs> you're walking down the street. There's a movie theater there. Yeah. There's a movie playing, and you have to go see you're it. Just like, what oh is my it? god. This is too hard. You're a movie programmer for I God's know, sake. I know because I want I want I want it all. I no I th- this actually will also um, be rather scandalous um, because you, you know you don't you don't want to think that somebody in in a position to to make people show movie or watch movies would would like this. But it's a long it's definitely like a childhood favorite. 
That movie is called Grease 2. <laughs> Grease 2? <laughs> no, round round 7 to Kuntzman. That movie is so bad. I've let's, seen it. Let's, Listen, do, let's do it for our country. It's unfair because I will tell you right now, that movie is the feminist Grease. It oh, is I like what you're it. It, is, it, is, it is directed by a woman. It's directed by Patricia Birch, who sure. did the, the choreography mm-hmm. for the original Grease. But in that movie, like, as a young girl, Stephanie Zanoni sure. was, was, you know, was somebody I aspire to, not just because you know, sh- her name sounds Italian. Um, Wait, I, I thought you were Irish. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Christina Cacioppo. I, I thought that was Irish. What? Okay, go. Um, and, and yeah, I, there's something that the movie is so silly, at, but like it, it just has this sort of like I, I, it, it just li- lives with me in this way that I, I find it blissful. I could listen to the soundtrack and just like be totally I, like I smile say, ear to ear. I gotta say, I have to question your taste in movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, Grease Two. I mean, where are you on, say, the Nicole Holof Center's movies, like Walking and Talking? You like that movie? Yeah, I, I, I back in the day when that movie came out, I was a big fan okay, of it. Okay, I so loved it. You're back. Yeah. Well, I'll, Kunstman, t- I'll tell you what happened Kunstman to me. Wins rounds eight. This weekend, uh, I woke up on Sunday morning. I had been bitten by a mosquito. A big one. And my lip had been blown out. It like it got in, like almost like an infection. It was very. You bad, looked right? like the guy in Crybaby. No, I looked like I'd been punched in the face. So, like in Rocky. What happens? I get out of going to church because of this. Because when I go to church, you know, wife and kid, we go why to church. do you go to church? I get out of going to church. Wait, because hold on, I think Christina. It's a, I think why it's do you a, go to church? I think it's a good way for to teach um, a young child uh, how to be patient and how to be able to sit through things and how to be able to <laughs> do stuff like that. That's oh, so that's your reason. That's, that's really my reason. Which is taking you got to stand up when you're supposed to stand up, sit down when you're supposed to sit down, all that stuff, all right? It's no, you're trying to get past this, Vince. I'm Christina, not getting past Christina, it. Christina, do you go to church? No. Are you religious? No. Do you believe in God? Uh, this is what, where is this well, going? I'll no, show you no, where it's going. Vince, do you believe in God? Uh, I I believe in a higher power. <laughs> you believe in a higher power? Some sort of higher power. You're sucking down Virginia Black from Drizzy right now. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> that jo- higher power? Johnny, you believe in God? Uh What everyone's always afraid to say it, like something like a lightning <laughs> bolt is gonna come down and hit us. I do not believe in God. I do not believe in any of those fables. Period. But I don't know what that higher power is. You're making it out as if I'm saying, oh, it's God is like some sort of human form. Or Was something there like that. a spiritual deity there that has created? To be, like <laughs> something had to happen. How did all this stuff get here, Gersh? Christina, will you show God book book? Two? What's that movie with with um with that old guy George, George Burns? Burns? Will you show God book two or whatever? Oh God! That is? Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Book two. Uh, only if it will resurrect George Burns, maybe. No, like oh God, oh God is not a bad movie. And the other great God John movie. John Denver. What was the other? Defending Your Life with Al- Albert Brooks. Defending Brock. Your Life. you got to show that movie. Have you seen Defending Your Life? I, I saw it years ago. I have not rewatched it. Wait, hold on. Christina, maybe we're on to something. Are you going to do like the religion retrospective? No, you know what we got to do? we got to do the Brooklyn Paper retrospective. Yeah, we'll <laughs> and we'll, give you, we'll help you program. No, but will you do retrospectives? Or is that like a BAM thing? Oh, no. I mean, we'll, we'll do stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, you know, it, it, that's definitely, you know, no, You can do like a religion. Com- no. Comedies about no. religion. No? No. I got <laughs> to get back to it. So Sorry. I'm laying on my couch suffering, uh-huh. but I'm flipping through the channels because that's what I got to do. And I got cable. And I put on Showtime, and the last days of disco is just starting. Oh, that good movie, good right? movie. Yeah. Wait, still. I just Wait, actually, Stillman. actually, Tim League and myself went to watch that at Metrograph last time he was in town. Wow, I actually watched it recently. For the record, Tim League avoided this interview. Christina's, I, I, Christina's listen, is very I'm, gracious to come. I'm and drink. setting the record straight. Tim is on an airplane from Australia. That's, yeah, that's a long flight. That's a long right, flight. You need some we, more bourbon? We, we probably, we he probably it. left yesterday. Okay. Christina, you need more? I think I'm okay. I'm starting to... Uh, yeah, how about I'm me? Getting, I'm getting red. Oh, Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Last Days of Disco. Wits I watched me. it from start to finish. 
And I, I love that's a great movie. So. Yeah, it was fun to rewatch that movie because I had not watched it since it came out, and I was like, oh, this movie is actually really strong. It's still, you know, and I hadn't watched it since, you know, like being like a young twenties in New York City. So that also was like a nice, right. like kind of like, oh, I get it. You know, you know, my yeah. favorite, my favorite with Stillman movie still is Metropolitan. That's a wonderful movie. He did right. Metropolitan, Barcelona, Last Days of Disco. I believe they were all like part of like some sort of trilogy. Sure. I actually had a, a like the last job I had, I ended up. Watching Metropolitan just with me and Whit Stillman in a screening room because he was getting a new print made for Sundance. That's a little weird. Did it, you, did, it's were you making out with him? No, no, not oh. at all. But it, I didn't know it was just because I was showing it at the. I used to work at this venue called Ninety Two Y Tribeca. That was oh, part yeah, of it. Yeah. And so we were going to show the movie there, and I didn't realize it was only going to be me and him. But he was just going to look at this new print, and that was very surreal. <laughs> hey, did you ever see Mac by John Turturro? Hmm. Question. No, no. I oh man, she <laughs> missed that one. It's no. a John Turturro. He was his first. His directorial I know debut. He's directing movie. I know, directorial yeah, I know. debut, and it had uh, Ellen Barkin in it as well. And mm-hmm. it was him and his brothers. I want to ask another question. But I got to tell you, Mac was filmed at my friend's house when we were in college. John Turturro came out there. I like filmed Turturro. the movie at his house. Turturro's mm-hmm. and we saw the opening at at the Carnegie Theater at Carnegie mm-hmm. Hall. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. But it was downstairs, like in the, in the basement. Christina, somewhere. I got to tell you, first of all, John Turturro, legendary Park Slope resident, as mm-hmm. I was until I was exiled. But mm-hmm. here's my question for you: So you see in movies with with Stillman, you're hanging out with Tim League on his private jet coming from Australia. <laughs> You're watching movies and programming a movie theater for a living. This sounds like you're living the dream. <laughs> are you L- LTD? Are you LTD? It, this is, so this is like, you and know. you got a health plan. This is like Tom Hanks and Big is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. I, I will tell you, it's, it's, it's not all, you know, this beautiful rainbow life of, you know, there's a lot of heartache in, in programming. But heartache. Heartache. Really? Wait, you're not digging ditches, Christina. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not digging dishes, but but uh, no, it is actually a wonderful job. I, I think that you know when I was younger and trying to kind of figure out what I wanted to do, the way I stumbled onto this job was that when I was going to college, we had a campus cinema, and at first they showed great movies, and then they showed crummy movies, and I said, why why is this happening? And came to find that it was a student run you know programming oh, committee. Yeah. I you know most people don't know programming as a job. My parents still don't really understand what I do. You know, they think that movies... I had the same problem. Movies just magically appear on screen and, and it's like not, you know, it, my, so... My, my parents have to give me $20,000 a year. They don't, they don't even think I work. <laughs> did I tell you the story on the air, that what my mother said to me the other day? Not did true, I, John. Did I tell you that story? Yes, yes. What my mother said to me the other yeah, day? Yeah, your mother said, I'm so handsome. No, she <laughs> said... She's like, we went to Bay Ridge and uh, she picked up one of the papers we do and uh, that we put out. <laughs> Bay Ridge. Says, this is a good paper. You guys should Bay Ridge. this one. <laughs> she picks it up and like two days later she calls me just like, you know, I read that paper. It's like a real newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Ma, I've been doing this for 20, for 20 years. And you she's like, no, but I mean, you know, it's like a good paper. I said, well, why don't you listen to my podcast and tell me it sounds no, like a good Christi- radio show. But Christina, you're onto something here, though. What? You, you, you have a job. It's uh-huh. totally a legitimate job. Everybody knows. People think, oh, they just put up whatever movie came out. Got that no. Alamo care. No, you, you, got the, you got the health care. But you do a real job. You're going to program it for, for the people of Brooklyn. Uh-huh. But again, i got to ask the tough questions. What are we going to see? What is your vision? <laughs> it can't just be obscure no, Chopsaki no, movies. 
It's not, and it, it is more kind of community-based. Like, uh, I'll tell you about another series we're doing. There we go. Ooh, here uh, we, go. we are doing a series called Shouting at the Screen mm. with Wyatt Sinek, mm. who, who you may know. He, he actually Sinek does, is great. we got to get him on the show. He's great. I've been he, trying. He lives nearby, uh, and him and Don Will. Uh, yeah, yeah. So basically, it's going to be like one of those, you know, movie-mocking-style things, but about black exploitation movies. Fantastic. And, and Fantastic. you know, the way they, they pitched this to me, and they had done a few of these events, but and I always thought it sounded amazing, where basically it's, you know, it's this experience of watching these movies and then they're just going to be riffing on them. Uh, I, I feel like that's going to be a super fun series. You know, but see, Vincent, I could do that if we if you did if you did Shawshank, because <laughs> I'd be like, oh no, don't go into the laundry room. You're going to get raped in the laundry. Room. Don't go into the laundry room. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to hear you cry though during. Yeah, it. no, I would cry like a little baby. <laughs> that's the reason my son can't watch that movie. He wants to see Shawshank. I know so you got to cut that one scene. Oh, yeah, they cut out that scene. It's I can't probably have out that. of the TV edit. So well, like, the listen, millions of times it's on TV. You true. <laughs> I have watched it with him on TV, okay. but it's still even on like you got you got to be careful it's on tbs or something like that or if it's on like universal or one of those morgan freeman dig up that box underneath that big tree dig it up oh my god it's there (laughs) all that money so wait but what do you think of shawshank which i I know it's on a lot but do do you like the movie or not all right i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna say it i'm gonna lay it out for you go because it speaks volume so be careful of what your next few words are going to be loves that movie I, I find that to be a middle brow movie. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, now you're making a class and value. No. Is it a good movie, though? Do you enjoy watching it? Um, No. Really? Really? I, I, What's the knock on Shawshank? I, I you just gave us our headline for tomorrow, by the way. <laughs> What's the knock on Shawshank? Local programmer hates Shawshank. <laughs> That's right. There it is. No, seriously. It's all about conflict. What's the knock on Shawshank? I think that there, at least like my personal opinion, are there are these movies that are sort of like the awards bait kind of movies that mm. are sort of like this like swelling, you know, uh, e- like even just the word like, re- like Simple Jack, even even just the word redemption, you know, like like, like I, I prefer movies where nobody really learns anything and they stay the same. So you like Seinfeld, <laughs> Seinfeld the movie. <laughs> no, I would not. Like All right, that. but no, no, I'm not gonna let that pass. Okay. I'm not gonna. I normally I'd be like, oh, whatever. I've had a lot of Virginia Black from Drake. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're moving Christina, right through this. No, thing. Christina, I'm not gonna let that pass. Okay, you don't have to. I don't like movies about redemption either. But, <laughs> but the, a movie in which the guy outsmarts the 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 warden, mm-hmm. and the way he does it, and he crawls through that pipe full of shit. That's true. And he comes out the other side, and yes, there is that moment. Comes and out there clean. Is a swelling, comes out clean. There is a swelling moment. He gets rained on. I know, and, the, and he raises his arms. Johnny, if you can show a picture of that. He raises his arms. Don't show that picture. That's that a up. bad <laughs> moment. That's a bad moment. But that's a good movie. Uh, if I'm you're sorry. talking about uh, movies where a warden is sort of like, I like The Longest Yard. Longest Yard's a great movie. <laughs> but, but here's another retrospective. The Brooklyn Paper retrospective at Alamo. Great prison movies. I, I like a good prison movie. Penitentiary, all the Penitentiary Trilogy by Jamal Fanaka. Don't Excellent. like that. Don't like what? that. What? You don't? Have you watched those movies? The, only the first one. The mm. the third one is great because he, like, boxes, a, you know, a, a midget. It's really good. I can't um, believe you don't like Shawshank. Listen, I, I'm i not going to be alone. You can, you can bring in a, a panel of, of cinephile experts. Let's do that. Let's do that. Hold <laughs> on. Who's, who's your favorite Let critic? Let me get one in here. All time, like like yeah, who's like in print, in print or other than on Gersh TV. Kuntzman, other than Gersh who's Kuntzman. your favorite critic? Um, I mean that's hard to say. I definitely, I'm definitely into like the Pauline Kael sort of camp. No, that's old school. That. I'm gonna call. That. I'm gonna get a critic in here. Hold Uh-oh. on. Who are you calling in? <laughs> Who else? Oh, you like Pauline Kael? Who else? Wally makes the call. Um, I mean, I don't know that I like treasure critics. I I actually like even thinking of current critics. Uh, hold on, guys. Oh, he's hey, calling. Lauren Gill, can you come in here? 
Okay. All right, Gilly's coming Dor- in. Okay. She's one of our best reporters. Okay. And, and w- she doesn't know why we're calling her in. Okay. No idea. Because She's she have thinks, to sit next to you. She okay. thinks we're going to talk about a story she wrote. All right, Lauren Gill, Hello. ladies and gentlemen, on one in, of Lauren. our best reporters. Lauren Gill, do you like bourbon, first of all? Um, Can we get Lauren a glass? No. All right. Lauren, <laughs> we wanted sure to have like you it. come in. Guys, you know Lauren Gill. Johnny, you got that Lauren Gill music? Mm, Lauren okay. Gill music? So yeah. Lauren Gill is one of the best young reporters in the business, Christina. You're joined by Christina Cacioppo of the Alamo Draft House. Now... Lauren, you think you're coming in here to talk about your great story this week about the Gowanus Flotilla. Wrong! As Donald Trump would say, Uh, wrong! (laughs) You're here to answer one simple question. Shawshank Redemption, good movie or bad? Go. Go. I've never seen it. Oh, my Uh, God! Get out of here! Get out of here! No, actually, I think then she's the... No, get out of here! You have to show her the movie because she she clearly will be the sort of unbiased... Next week. Get out! Get out! Get out! Send Jaeger in. Send Jaeger in. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Send in Jaeger. Get out. Don't say anything. (laughs) Just send him in. Uh, That is unbelievable. It's impossible. It's like... It's like saying, I'm a human being and I have never consumed oxygen. That's what that's like saying. Am I right? No, seriously. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> everybody. All right, I'm Max Yeager. Yeager's here. Have, have, a Yeager, have a seat over there. Max over Yeager, do you like bourbon? I do. Can we get a glass from Max Yeager? What's in that cup? Oh, yeah, that was yeah, water. Oh, there was okay. one. This isn't about my tweet, is it? No, no, no. Here. No, Christina, no, no. Can you, so <laughs> Just give him a Max slug. Yeager, deputy editor here. Great man. Max, we're drinking Virginia Black, which is a bourbon made by Drake, the R&B singer. So try Wait, to. Not, try not, to, not the duck. No, no. By Drake. Try no, to put duck, that in Drake. your head for a second. Drake, who wrote Hotline Bling. We can play a little bit of that. Also makes a bourbon out of Indiana. But anyway. Thank you. All right, right, Max, you're sitting next to Christina Cacioppo of the Alamo Draft House. Now, you think we're calling you in to talk about your awesome story this week, but I'm not. No. Question is simple. I know, which one? Simple question. Max Yeager. Yes, sir. Shawshank Redemption. Good film or great film? Okay, so who would you like to come in next? How'd you go? Be honest. Have you not seen it? Have you not seen it? Get out of here. Send in Cuba. What's going on? Any freaking reporter out there who's had the guts to see Shawshank Redemption. Hey, listen, you you can call my parents and they'll tell you they love it. I may call my parents right now. That's how angry I am. And and he's voting for Trump. (laughs) No, my father is not voting for Trump. Oh, he's breaking news. My father is not voting for Trump. All right, listen, while we wait for the next person, now, I said that Jaws is one of my favorites. Do you like Jaws? Oh, yeah, of course. I I do love. I like Spielberg and and like definitely like those. Who's that, this? And that's what shows Cuba. that I'm not like such a jerk that I just dispose of. You're not a jerk. Any popular movies? I love Jaws. All right, Christina. We are now joined by Julianne Cuba, Hello. who is the political reporter for the Brooklyn Paper. Yes, she is. Among others, Julianne, do you like bourbon? I've never had it. Oh my God, <laughs> this is not going to go well. <laughs> All right, you're sitting next to Christina Cacioppo of, of the Alamo Draft House, who has made a comment about a movie called The Shawshank Redemption. Have you ever seen the movie? I Okay, do you think it is a good movie or a bad movie? I, I really like that movie. There you go, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Julianne Cuban does The youth of America have you. spoken. All right, give Julianne some bourbon, because uh, now I value your opinion so much. Slug it. I mean, it's all I just, I value your opinion Don't so much. Don't take that with you. We are drinking Virginia Black. <laughs> what do you think? Take a sip. She's doing it. This is not peer pressure. She's of age. <laughs> is she 21? So this is your first time you've ever had bourbon. What do you think? It's actually not as bad. There you go. <laughs> so not, she likes no, It's not as bad as her face. Jimmy, yeah. put a picture of her face up. Uh, no, but that's the first time, and she drank it out of the bottle. 
Julian Cuba, thank you for having the guts in the presence of C Christina Cacioppo of Alamo Draft House, who hates Shawshank Redemption. Hates to have, it! To have the guts to defend a great American picture directed by Frank Darabont, if I'm not mistaken. That's true. The but, great director. All right, he's not a great director. Is he a great director? No. No, he's not, he's not, no, he's not a great can, director. Isn't there a phone line we can open and call Sure, call yeah, in. we can open call the phone in. line. If you call can hear in. the sound of my voice, 718-260-4502. Call me right now. Not on my cell phone. Call me on the landline. All right, Julianne, thank you for coming in and defending the reputation of both Shawshank Reputation, rep, whatever it's called, and Virginia Black, a bourbon made by Drake and Brent Hawking. So, last question. Johnny, where are you on Shawshank? I love the shank. Okay. <laughs> classic. Classic. I'm going to top off one more time with Virginia Black. Are you okay, Christina? I'm fine. I, I did pour myself some more. Just, I noticed you know, that. Kind of no, this is good stuff. Johnny, you keep bringing me your glass. You're the freaking producer. It's not happening. One one for the road? No. All right. Listen. All right. we got to wind it down. We do. I want to thank, first of all, my advertisers, Atlas Steakhouse. I thought we were making a phone call. No. Okay. No, we stopped that? Okay. All right, well. I want to thank my advertisers, Atlas Steakhouse, Dr. Joseph Lichter DDS, and of course, Village Care Max, who keeps me in my house when I'm old. I want to thank the makers of Virginia Black, which is made by Brent Hawking and Drake, the R&B singer. That may sound weird, but it's actually very good bourbon. That's not bad. It gets and better as the show goes on. And it's an Indiana bourbon, which is weird. Hmm. It is not from Virginia even though it's called Virginia Black. Did I ever tell you about, are you done th make, thanking people? No, I got one more person to thank. One more, one more thing. And I'd like to thank the programming screen queen of the Alamo Draft House Brooklyn, which opens next Friday in downtown Brooklyn, America's downtown. Yeah. And of course, I'm talking about Christina Cacioppo. And we've had our ups and downs. <laughs> Christina yeah. and I have bitterly disagreed about one of the most important American movies, Shawshank Redemption, yet we also agreed about Ishtar, the most underrated American comedy probably of all time. True, true. Christina, I want to thank you for taking the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune from Gersh Kunstman. Thank you. Thanks for throwing them. No, it's a good. It's no, you good. actually, you actually, I think you, you fire them. What do you do with an arrow? You fire them. Oh, I don't know. I think you shoot an arrow. You shoot an arrow. There you, you go. Okay. Thank you. I've had a little you bit of You seem so yeah. strong that I figure you would just use your fist and just plunge them into my no, heart. You know? I am. Mm. Uh, no, I do not plunge into women's hearts. No. <laughs> I love this idea of Alamo uh, coming in here and giving people a place yeah, to go. Yeah, tell us the address. A, a place to go to see movies that aren't necessarily showing. Like in other theaters, well, they're obviously showing if Ma they're showing. No, they might not be, be showing at other theaters. Is what I'm saying. We're some of them, some of them are, some of them aren't. We're, mm -hmm. we're hearing that we're gonna we're gonna be seeing a lot. We're gonna have the opportunity to see lots of things that we might want to see on the big screen that we haven't seen on a big screen. Well, like yeah. it, like I remember start. once I went to Bam to watch Godfather uh -huh, on the big screen, go. and it had my had sense is Christina's gonna say that plays a lot. <laughs> on God. TV a lot, All right, you but, know, but I'm also Sicilian, you know. So Godfather, go good or bad? Godfather's good. I can't. Godfather two. Uh, it, yeah, good. Godfather three. No, you know, I, I I get I get the reputation of Godfather three, so I'm not gonna, you know, yeah, no. Wait, no, we're you're not gonna, gonna whack you if you say you don't like you're it. Gonna whack me. Let's <laughs> say, <laughs> leave the gun. Yeah. Take, <laughs> take, take the bourbon. Yeah. All right, Christina, we got to get out. Okay. Give us the four one one on Alamo Draft House. Where is it? When's it open? The whole bit. Uh, it is located in the City Point development. Nobody knows what that is. Okay, that, that's what I that's what I thought too. Uh, it is 445 Gold Street, aka 445 Alby Square West. Seems to have a couple. It's addresses. really like a just just west of Flatbush Avenue. Am I right? It's right off of Fulton Mall. Good. Um, and so yeah, it opens on the 28th. What's the web address? Uh, it's drafthouse.com/nyc. 
and uh, you'll start to see stuff on there. You can sign up. We, you know, we've got social media, which is at Alamo NYC. Uh, sign up for a newsletter where you'll, you know, we we sent out special secret screenings for next week to our newsletter. Oh, so, great. Uh, great. If anybody wants that, they got to so get now on. You, so tell them how do you get that newsletter? They you just go to the website and you sign up. We have this loyalty program called Victory, and they're they're the ones that we send the first news to. You got a lot of weird names, Victory. And, All right, we're running out. Go. We're running out of time. So Christina Cacioppo of Alamo Draft House Brooklyn opens a week from Friday. As you know, I'm Gersh Kunzman of the New York Daily News. We had some turmoil this week. We got a new editor, but I think we're coming back strong. And of course, I'm joined by Vince Dimaselli, yes. editor of the Brooklyn Paper, who is a handsome man. Thank you. And enjoys a good bourbon. We're joined by Virginia Black. <laughs> I've, I've learned to love it. Made by Drake. Christina Cacioppo of Alamo Draft House. Thank you for joining us and taking the tough questions. Thanks for having me. We'll see you next week.